You're listening to Startup Korea. Hello, my yojas and namjas, and welcome to another episode of Startup Korea, the podcast that features the entrepreneurs and investors of Korea. My name is Abel Acuna, Abel Emnida, and this show is all about learning from the entrepreneurs who have started their companies, grown their companies, sold or crashed and burned their companies here in Korea. I'll also be interviewing new startup founders so that we can learn about the categories of business that they're looking to create or innovate in. Now, this is a brand new show. If you like what you hear or if you have any feedback, suggestions, or anyone that you would like me to interview, feel free to email me directly at abel at startupkorea.co. That's A-B-E-L. Now, you can find all the episodes there at startupkorea.co, or you can subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. Just search for Startup Korea in either of those platforms, and you'll find it. For those of you who do not know me, I am a previous startup founder here in Korea. I'm American, and I went to school in the U.S., and when I was graduating from university, I had the opportunity to help start and found a company here in Korea. And I took it, and it was a wild ride. We helped grow this company for three years and later had it acquired. Ever since then, I've just been diving deeper and deeper into the world of startups here. So that's Startup Korea. This episode is with Dennis Lee. Dennis is the CEO of Pintui. Pintui is a pension booking service that allows users all around Korea to book pensions. Pensions are similar to hotels or weekend getaways. And in this episode, Dennis will tell us how he was able to start this business while he was still an employee at a travel company. So he was able to get this company going as a side project within the company, spin it out, and become CEO. We'll also learn how he's able to quickly hack together a product, as well as some hard points in his business and advice for future entrepreneurs. Please enjoy this conversation with Dennis Lee. Dennis Lee is CEO of Pintui, the fastest and easiest way to book a pension here in Korea. Dennis, it's good to see you. Are you ready to share your founder's story with Startup Korea? Yes, I'm ready. All right. So we're here in Yoksam in Seoul, across from Maru 180, and we're in a big office that says Yellow Travel on the door. Yep. What's going on here? Um, basically, I'm sharing the office here, and um, like five different companies um, we are sharing together. So we share the idea and share the work, you know, it's, it's a good environment. Okay, so there's a lot of travel companies all here and you guys are bouncing ideas off yep. of each other. Yep. Okay, very cool, but you're not a portfolio company of Yellow Travel. No. You're just on good terms with them. Yeah. Good to hear, always good to be around other people who are in similar fields, sharing that experience and sharing answers to problems that you are all facing together. Yep. Now, your app is called Pintui, and it's all about booking pensions. Yep. For those out there who might not know, what are pensions? Because it's something that's unique to Korea, maybe not something outside or in the U.S. Pensions are basically like getaway place. Normally, you know, most of the Korean people, they live kind of like in apartment. But most of pensions are like a house, like an you know, American style house. 
So people go to the pension for holiday, basically. And then you do the barbecue with friends, just like home, like getaway place. Okay, so pensions, they're kind of like resort or, or it sounds similar to some timeshares that we have in the US. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a similar. And you mentioned that here in Korea, many people live in apartments. There's a, there's a lot of density here, not mm. a lot of open space, mm. no front yards, backyards. Yeah. So it's a good place for people to go get out of the city yep. and have a little extra space. Now, what does Pintui do? We provide the service, um, basically Pintui. It's an app. Um, we provide the service on Android and iOS. So if you come to my app, you can search the pensions easily, and then you can book it through my app. Okay, so booking through Pintui. Yep. And why did you start this business? I used to live in Australia, but I came back to Korea like two years ago. And then I, I wondered like what's working environment like in, in Korea. So I was working in Hanyantel and um, my Australian friends, they came over to Korea and um, they, they told me like, oh, Korea is a crazy city, you know, like it's a crazy um, country. But I told them like, you know, like um, Korea is not about just a city. Um, there are many getaway places, but they did, basically they didn't believe it. They only saw the big city. Seoul, yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't you know, know that there was something outside of the city that yeah, they could go experience. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I really wanted to show them. I tried to book the pension f uh, through a website, but I found this really difficult because I, I use Mac operation computer. So I couldn't finish my payment because of ActiveX problem. Um, so I had to call and, and ask them like, you know, the room is available or not and stuff. So also like, it was really hard to find the right pension, what I want, you know? Right, and there are a lot of problems when you're trying to use a Korean website and you're using something like a Mac or you're unfamiliar with using Internet Explorer or all these ActiveX plugins yep. to do your transactions, even to view some of the Flash players, they don't always work. And I myself have ran into tons of problems just trying to buy things online. Yep. It's already a problem for me when I'm trying to you know, read what's on the screen and understand what I'm purchasing. Yeah. But on top of that, when I go to check out, it says, oh, you have to have Windows, you have to have Internet Explorer, you have to install this plugin, and it's just a huge pain and people lose, I imagine, lots of business and money because mm. of the way that these websites work. Yeah, exactly. So you saw this awful user experience and you wanted to solve it. You wanted to provide a solution. What did you do? How did you get this startup started? Basically, as I told you, I was working in Hanyantel. The Hanyantel is like um, Korean guest house booking website. So. After that trouble with my friends, um, when I came back to work, I, I told the Hanyantel CEO, Kevin, I told him about this pension. You know, there are lots of problems. So I want to solve it. At the beginning, he didn't really buy it. So, um, so Kevin was focusing on something else, right? He wasn't focusing on the pensions. 
No, he was like focusing on you know like hunting like Korean guest house. Okay, guest house is yeah. similar to yeah. like an Airbnb. Yeah. So um, basically, I tried to convince him, you know, and then I think yeah he bought it. So we started together in the Hanyuntel. So you're able to start this new startup within an existing company. Yeah. Convince one of the key decision makers. Yep. To go along with the idea, yep, exactly, and get it started. Yep, awesome. So yeah, I love that. I love that you had an idea, you're able to convince the right people to get it started, and then you were kind of put as the lead person mm. to get it going. Yeah. So there are ways to innovate within existing companies. Your story kind of has that same beginning, but then you're able to also go a step beyond and kind of spin this company out. Mm. How did you go about putting together the first prototypes? Basically, I didn't really think about it. I just, uh, I just went to the pension, and I just met the pension owners, and then I just talked to them. Like, you know, there is this kind of problem, and actually, they didn't buy it. But I told them I had this kind of problem when I tried to book the pension, and then they, you know, started understanding. That's great. So you were coming to them. Not only as the creator or founder of this new service, but you're also coming to them as a customer. Yeah. So you customer. had more authority. Yeah. They they think you know I'm the owner. Like why are you saying this? So I found a way. You know I'm the user. In user way, it's it's problem. So you gotta fix it. And at first they weren't listening. They weren't listening. You know. And then after that, like I made it like prototype and just the idea prototype, and I just. Went to the patient again, and, and I just knocked all the doors, you know. But basically, like many people reject me, like they didn't have time and just go home and get that kind of stuff. But I didn't give up, and then I went to the pension like in the morning, and then I finished that night, just keep knocking the doors and just all day trying、long. to yeah, trying to talk to pension owners. But some people were nice to me, so we actually talked about it, and then they already know like there is a problem. But they didn't know how to fix it. But basically, I was offering offering them. You were offering the solution. Yeah. That they they knew was a problem for. Yeah. They were listening, and you know, we talked about it. So I got more confidence and stuff. What about for the customer side? What did you do to start putting together the product for the customers?、Um, at basically at the beginning, I didn't really think about customers because I was the customer who had the problem. So I started, and then、um, the middle stage, I was asking my friends because my friends saw they go to the pension too, so they are another customer. And actually, I still talk to my customers. Sometimes I just call them. You know, I'm the pantry owner, <laughs> pantry CEO, and actually, like, they get shocked. So like, who are you? You know, that kind of stuff. And then I I tell them, you know. I'm gonna buy you a co- coffee or lunch, something like that. Not dinner, you know. Right. So we just meet up, and then actually I buy, and then and then I just sat down and, and I listen, and what's the problem and what you want me to fix and stuff. That's great because you're getting you're getting some of the most outrage or upset customers、mm. to come in, and maybe their problem was an extreme or or not. 
it could be a small percentage mm. of the actual problems going on, yeah. but then maybe some are, are recurring ones. And either way, you're getting a variety of, of feedback of what's going on. And then you're bringing them back onto your side and yeah. showing them that you're listening and you'll try to do the changes that you can do. So that's how you're able to get the product up and running. Now, what has been one of the most difficult times or lessons that you've learned so far in running this business? Actually, there are many, like I had, I had many like hard times, but I would say people, because if I get a lot of work, it's fine. I just, you know, my body's tired, but when I get a people problem, like my mental, like I can't stand. So yeah, the people were the problem but the hardest time. What specifically about people? Um, you know, like in startup, like communications are very important because, you know, small group team, basically you have to connect together. But sometimes you, you can't connect all the time. You know, like a little misunderstanding goes a really big problem. So I had a one team member, um, she got really upset about something, but it was all about misunderstanding. And then um, she basically quit. And then, you know, other guys, they quit as well mm-hmm. because of the emotional kind of problems. So yeah, that was the hardest time because when I come to the work, you know, people want smiling. It's always really hard to go into a startup that you should love and yeah. a business that you're growing where exactly. you should be so excited to go every yeah. day yeah. and to be met by long faces or, or just dead energy mm. when startups should all be about energy and doing something that you're passionate about yep. because if that passion's not there then you should just be going and working mm. somewhere else yeah, for definitely. and what is one of your biggest wins so far maybe a point in the business where finally things clicked together or you saw that hey this is going to work anything like that uh, for two months all day and night I did was only copying copying the words and copying the picture just to manually yeah just manually getting the info yeah putting into your app exactly wow so i, I made them my, my database like myself because i couldn't access any like api or anything and then after you did all that manual work just to get the app up and running was there a moment where you saw all that hard work pay off um basically like the first it's not a maybe first customer but um, first customer who left a review, he said, oh, oh my God, this app is amazing and I've never seen this kind of app and there are so many pension database and yeah, just a really long review. It's, yeah. it's so funny how just someone's encouragement and their honest review about what you're doing and, and kind of validating all the hard work, the two months that you did yeah, to exactly. scrape all that yeah. data, just just that positive feedback mm. from someone that you don't know, a complete stranger, yep. it goes so long and it's so much more valuable than you know the commission that you make on that booking mm. or any sort of revenue that you might make. It's just, it's just really nice to get that. And, and I think entrepreneurs and creators alike, we, we thrive on that. And that's, that's why we, we build the things we do yeah. because it's just, it's just such a great feeling. Mm. And it's, it's way more valuable than, yep. you know, than any of the money that, that might come with it. Definitely. Well, that is awesome to hear. What is one of the most exciting things going on for Pintui right now? Probably about investment. Because um, Pintui is growing really fast right now. 
and then um, we are getting a lot of customers as well. Right. So you're at this stage where you have customers, you have revenue, mm. and now it's time to just bust the roof yeah, and exactly. start growing. Yep. Awesome. So you're in a fundraising stage, uh, maybe some M&A stage. If mm. Maybe that option might be on the table too. Yep. Very cool. Well, thanks so much, Dennis. Can you recommend a any sort of resource for the entrepreneurs out there, maybe early stage entrepreneurs or, or something that has been a great benefit for you? I will say um, read a lot of books. Is there one book that you'd like to recommend? Um, I want to say um, The One Thing by um, Gary Keller. It's exactly like a name, you know, The One Thing. You got to focus on one thing because, you know, like many entrepreneurs, like they, um, they can't focus in one thing because when the service grows, they get really busy, like, you know, like networking and going like kind of like outside work, you know, that's too much. So you got to do like only one thing, like at the beginning, focus on um, products and finish that. And when you get satisfied, then just go networking a bit and focus that and come back and, you know, focus that. Okay. So don't, don't try to juggle too many responsibilities at mm, once. Yeah. Don't go around networking and definitely saying that your company's awesome mm. with a crappy product. Yep. Very good advice. Definitely. Now, how can people reach out to you? Um, they can find me on Facebook because mostly I use Facebook. Okay. So I'll just drop a link to Dennis Lee in the show notes and everyone can check out the Pintui app at pintui.kr. That's P-E-N-T-U-I. All right, Dennis, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story with us here at Startup Korea. Yeah. Thank you, Abel. And good luck, everyone. That wraps up this episode of Startup Korea. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this with your friends or coworkers or share on Facebook. You can find all the other episodes of Startup Korea online at startupkorea.co or on iTunes or SoundCloud. To show your support for this show, please subscribe, review, or share this show. Lastly, if you have any comments, suggestions, ideas, or anyone you would like me to interview, feel free to email me directly at able at startupkorea.co. This show is brand new, so if you like what I'm doing, let me know. And if you don't like something, let me know too. Until next time, take care.